Everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where The More Money Show comes in. If you're ready to have more money, create more freedom, and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello, and welcome to this episode. I am your host, Cassie Parks, and today we are continuing with Manifest 10,000. I apologize. I know it's been a few weeks, probably actually a month, since uh, we read chapters one through four of Manifest 10,000 on the show, and things just were awesome and so fun and busy with the holidays that I didn't have a chance to get in here and record. So I... um, I'm here now, and we're here with Chapter 5 today of Manifest 10,000, which if you're just joining the More Money Show, you want to go back a couple episodes, actually four episodes back, and you can hear Chapters 1 to 3, and then in the next episode, you can hear Chapter 4, and today we're doing Chapter 5. So I hope everything is fabulous. You're gearing up for the end of the year, enjoying the holidays. I'm certainly enjoying the holidays. I just got back from New York City with my mom, a little mother-daughter trip, which was so much fun. I love going to New York at this time of year. If you've been listening to me for a while, you know that I spent um, 2010 to 2011 New Year's, uh, the New Year for that, for 2011 in Times Square with a really good friend of mine, and that was my first trip to New York. Actually, that day in Times Square was my first day in New York, so twelve, uh, it was literally all spent in Times Square in one spot until the ball dropped at midnight, which was so fun. And then I got to do all of this amazing New York stuff on that trip. And it's just a place that holds my heart. And I love the energy. And I love being there. And I really love being there at Christmas time. I love doing all of the things that you see on TV, going by the Macy's windows and going to Rockefeller Center. And I just love it. So that's what I've been doing the last week. And um, I'm excited to be back home until the end of the year and just be doing Christmas stuff here. And, and having fun. I have a lot of fun stuff planned for the holidays, so I'm excited. And I am excited to bring you the last few chapters of Manifest 10,000 in this Storytime edition of The More Money Show. So if you, again, if this is your first show, this isn't a traditional show. I'm just doing this as a as a for fun, because, you know, once a friend, and you've heard Michelle interviewed on the show before, you know, she did this thing called story time where she read some self-development books to us, and it was just fun, and I love it. And here's the audio versions, because I did a little bit of revamping, and so the audio versions that used to be up of these books aren't up anymore. So now you have them in these podcast episodes. So let's just jump into chapter five. How to Manifest $10,000. In Chapter 4, we talked about why people don't manifest money when they're using the law of attraction. They're often doing all the things they've heard to do and even things that I would say to do, but it's not working because they're not going deep enough. If they're doing things out of order, they can have a big impact on the amount of success they experience. The following process creates a vacuum for money attraction. In addition, it gets your brain on board with the process so that it's working with you instead of against you. The process is comprised of eight phases that build on each other to create momentum and success. The entire process is filled with belief amping, 
which is pivotal for easing resistance and opening up your brain to see more and more possibilities. Step one, get clear about what you want. Earlier, I pointed out how important clarity is because if you're not clear, it's possible to focus your energy on something you don't actually want and you'll create more of it. It's important to drill down until you get to absolute clarity. The first question to ask to get clear about what you're manifesting is, what am I going to do with the $10,000 I manifest? Write down a list. Get really clear about every dollar on your $10,000 list and what you're going to do with it. For example, I've been using $3,000 as the number you might want to manifest for your beach vacation. Is that number correct? Look up where you would want to go and get all the costs for airline tickets, hotel, food, spending money. Are you treating your best friend to the trip as well? Get as accurate as possible when making your list. Why is this important? It goes back to the being. Look at it this way. If you had $10,000 in your hands right now, you would be doing research to see exactly how much the plane ticket is going to be and looking up and comparing hotels or other places to stay. You would have some idea of what amount you would like to have for spending money and adventures while you're there. Have you ever planned a trip where you just assumed it would be $3,000 even? Probably not, because it's not just how it's done. When you invest the time and energy in researching the details, you're being the person who's going on that trip. If you just throw out a guess of a number to do this assignment, you'll be being someone who's not actually going on a trip. Your behavior determines your beingness, and your beingness determines your manifesting success. Go through the process of getting clear details about everything you desire to use your $10,000 for, and don't stop until you have allocated the entire $10,000. If part of your list includes paying off debt, get the actual payoff number. Because of interest, that can be different than the number on your last statement. If you're going to actually pay off the debt, you would know the number. After you figure out what the payoff amount is, determine what you will use the additional money for each month now that you're not paying it to service that debt. Time and again, people manifest what's on the list whether they get the money first or just directly get what they wanted the money for. Personally, I manifested a free place to stay on a vacation, and I manifested a couch the last time I went through this process. Part of my list of what I was going to use the $10,000 for was a place to stay during a vacation to San Diego. Then I was offered an almost free place. I also clarified that I intended to buy a couch with part of my $10,000. Then I was given the perfect couch. It was purple and perfect for my space. There are so many ways for what you desire to be delivered. Can you see how getting really clear increases your resonance with $10,000? Can you see how it opens up the door for the universe to work more of its magic? When you start manifesting, it's common to just put out there what you want to manifest, and that works well in the beginning. But as your desire grows to manifest bigger things like more money, clarity becomes more important. I have tested this and found that better results come when an intention is set to manifest a specific amount as opposed to just say money. When I first created the Manifest 10K program, I called it money, money, money. There was no focus point in terms of dollar amounts. The first assignment I gave to people in the program was to get clear about what they were manifesting the money for. 
When I started asking participants to add it up and see what the number was to put a number value to what they wanted, they became more successful at manifesting because then it wasn't only about more money. It was about a specific amount of money and also about that money, what that money was wanted for. And their brains could get on board much easier. Their desires became tangible. Manifesting became easier because they didn't feel overwhelmed by thinking they needed to create a mass of money in general, but could focus on a specific amount. Most of the time, the amount they were intending when they added it up was much less than they thought it would be. Start by focusing an amount on an amount that would act drastically improve your life. Many people feel like their life can't change in a big way until they manifest millions of dollars, but that isn't true. Just look at how different your life is going to be when you manifest your $10,000. As I took people through the process of finding the amount that would change their life, the average was about $10,000, which is one of the reasons I changed the course title to Manifest 10K. 10K is a big enough number that it's a stretch, And so you have to learn to let go of the how, but it's also not so big that it's overwhelming and feels like it will never happen. This is the perfect way to start playing with manifesting money. Once you feel good about the process, you can open up and manifest more and more. Also, when you have enough, it's much easier to manifest more than enough. People try to go from feeling like there's not enough to more than enough right away, but finding your way to enough will lead to much greater success than going straight for more than enough. If we think of it like dating, more than enough is like marriage. Some people can jump straight from the first date into marriage and make it last, but the majority can't. Not enough is like being single. How about starting to date, then moving to the boyfriend-girlfriend stage, which is like enough, and then moving on to marriage, which is more than enough? Nan, who was introduced in one of my money manifesting stories in chapter three, decided during her first time through manifest, the Manifest 10K course that she was going for 100000 instead of 10000 Even though when she, told me that I adv- when she told me that, I advised against it for the reasons I gave above. It didn't work. It was too big for her to grasp. So she didn't manifest anything. It was kind of like what would happen if someone suggested marriage on the first date. When Nan took the course again and focused on $10,000, she manifested a big check and a new job that equated to more than $10,000. She has experience now, so she can go for bigger and bigger numbers. Start with $10,000 as your intention and master the process. Then you can start upping the game with bigger and bigger amounts. Step number two, identify your abundance feelings. In order to manifest your desire, you have to feel now like you're going to feel when you have your intention. In other words, if having more money will make you feel peaceful, you can't attract more money while being stressed out. It simply doesn't work that way. You can't be stressed out over a list of manifesting tools you think you you should be doing while trying to manifest money that will make you feel more at peace. I have found this to be one of the hardest concepts for people to put into practice. It was also one of the biggest lessons I learned, and it had the biggest impact on my success. Getting in touch with how you're going to feel when you have $10,000 and experiencing those feelings often and now is very important. How are you going to feel when you've manifested $10,000? If you're not driving, write down your answer. How many feelings should you write down? No more than three. Remember that when it comes to manifesting, less equals more success. 
by choosing one to three feelings that describe how you're going to feel when you have $10,000, that narrows your focus to the most important feeling or feelings. Coming up with a list of 20 ways you're going to feel when you manifest $10,000 dilutes the actual feelings. You really only need one feeling, but you can list up to three. The last time I went through the process, I realized that the feeling I would have would be freedom or feeling free. Feeling free was the only thing I needed to focus on to experience success. I was not only successful at manifesting my $10,000, but many more opportunities opened up for greater amounts of freedom and money to flow into my life. Before moving on, Make sure that the feeling or feelings you've written down are actually feelings. Many people get off track right here because they start focusing on a feeling that's not a feeling. Here are some common feelings. Free, peaceful, calm, excited, accomplished, joyful, happy. An example of something that's not a feeling is, I would have what I need. That is not a feeling. If you come up with a feeling statement like that, ask yourself, what will I feel like when I have what I need? Keep drilling down until you get an actual feeling. Once you've identified how you're going to feel when you have manifested $10,000, make a list of 10 ways you can activate those feelings. Some of them might require a financial investment, but the majority most likely won't. If you don't, if you find they all do, keep adding to your list of ways, then identify the ones you can do daily or weekly and put them on your calendar. I suggest setting an alarm on your phone to remind you to activate your feelings until it becomes a habit to activate them every day. This part can sometimes be tricky. A client of mine, Lindsay, did this assignment and wrote down confidence as her feeling. As I was explaining the next part of the assignment, which I'll do in a second, I felt that something was off with her. When I asked her if confident was really how she was going to feel when she was holding $10,000, she said, My thinking is that it's easier to manifest what I want when I feel confident as I am. What I want is freedom. Freedom is the ultimate goal, but right this second, it's more difficult to think of 10 things to help me feel free because if I'm totally honest, I feel rather trapped right now. What Lindsay said is exactly what is going to keep her from manifesting $10,000. You have to feel now like you're going to feel when you have $10,000 in your hand. It's so easy to think it will be easier to manifest if I do fill in the blank, especially when it seems easier than doing what feels hard, like finding a way to feel free when you are currently feeling trapped. Manifesting is easy, but it requires a lot of hard work, not hard work in the traditional sense, but the hard work of changing who you are and what you're experiencing. Who you are now is the reason you have manifested whatever you have now. In order to manifest something different, You have to become a different version of yourself. I wish I could say it's going to be so easy, but the truth is that it's often hard. It's easy to write down a list of feelings and not really think about the depth needed for the manifesting to happen. It's easy to write down only five ways instead of 10 to activate that feeling, but it's not going to get you what you desire. Doing the hard work of expanding your mind and your being is what makes the rest of it easy. Once you understand this, manifesting is easy, but there's a lot of hard work that goes into what makes manifesting easy. I spent lots of time doing the hard work, and the conclusion I have come to is that it's much easier to do the hard work up front to make manifesting easier, as opposed to staying the same and experiencing the same struggle every day. It's a choice you're going to have to make as well.
Lindsay said, it's hard to think of ways to feel free right now. That's exactly why it's important that she figures out how to experience freedom right now. It's important that you do it too. When you do it, in addition to getting more of what you focus on, you get more of what you're experiencing. If you're experiencing feeling trapped most of the time, you are creating more of that. When I went through the Manifest 10K process the first time, I clarified that free was the feeling I was going to feel when I had an additional $10,000. I also came up with a list of ways that I could activate feeling free because I didn't feel free at the time. One of the simplest ways I came up with was to watch an episode of Friends in the afternoon. To me, that felt like freedom because it reminded me of being in college when I felt like I had more time freedom so I could watch one of my favorite shows in the middle of the afternoon. Making a point to stop working and watching Friends every day made me feel free, and that opened the door to manifesting $10,000. Everyone is unique. What makes you feel free or any other feeling isn't going to be the same as what activates feeling free in me. Your list has to be uniquely you and tailored to your specific feeling. Investing the time now to identify your abundance feeling and add the activation of them into your routine will exponentially increase your success in manifesting. Step three, focus on what you want. One of the biggest mistakes I see people make is that when they start the process of manifesting money, they're at a place where they have been having some sort of lack mindset going on. In other words, they decided to start manifesting money because there hasn't been enough. Jumping into some of the common manifesting techniques like visualizing or creating a vision board before you've shifted your focus can lead to disappointment. This is why the third phase of the Manifest 10K process is all about focusing on money, not manifesting it, just getting your brain used to seeing more of it. We use several fun exercises that put the focus on money without the attachment of manifesting it. When you start your money manifesting, take one to 10 days to increase your focus on money so that your awareness of it heightens. Turn noticing money into a game as much as possible so that you're having fun while increasing your focus. One way you can do this is to engage in a money scavenger hunt. Start by setting the intention of finding a penny. Once you find a penny, start finding a nickel. I'm saying finding intentionally. You could look, in quotes, forever, but your actual intention is to find. Continue upping the amount as you find the next thing on your list. They might sound silly, but games like this actually shift your focus in a way that feels fun and not forced. So they are setting the stage for your success. Making it a game keeps it light and fun so that when you take manifesting to the next level, your brain is opening to light and fun, which are two states of being that increase the speed and ease of manifesting. This creates very fertile ground to then start doing manifesting exercises. In the same way a farmer wants to make sure the ground is ready to plant seeds, you want to make sure that you have fertile ground in which to plant your manifesting seeds. The better the soil, the better the growth. In this case, the more money will show up. Many people jump right in and start planting seeds before they are ready. One of the ways we create even more fertile ground in the Manifest 10K course is by having a Facebook group. When you're involved with a large number of people who are all cultivating the same energy with their focus, it adds to the fertility of your intentions. With Synergy, people focus together, creating more for each person than they would create by acting alone. 
Well, imagine being in a space where hundreds of people are focusing on manifesting $10,000 and are sharing all their evidence. The energy builds, so it takes less effort in terms of manifesting activities to attract $10,000. Is there a friend you could invite on your manifesting journey with you to take advantage of this synergistic effect? Step number four, allow money into your life. After you have created very fertile ground for planting your intentions, the next step is to allow them to grow. The farmer doesn't plant seeds one day and go out and pull them out of the ground the next to see if they're growing. He trusts that once he's planted them, all he has to do is care for them and they will grow. His manifesting is that way is easier for him than it may be for you at this point because he has planted crops before and seen them grow. Even if this is his first time, he knows other farmers who have planted their crops and the crops have grown. So he can trust that it's going to happen. How can you practice allowing? One way is to accept all that you receive, whether it's receiving a compliment, a free drink, or $10,000. The act of allowing starts with being able to receive. You can't detect deflect a compliment and allow more money into your life. You're either someone who receives or you're not. You met Aaron in chapter three. Here's what he had to say about learning to receive. I really enjoyed the part of the program where we were told to accept whatever is offered to us. I grew up being told to say, no, thank you, because my parents thought it was polite and they didn't want to take away from someone else. However, I realized several years ago, that not accepting a gift from someone not only deprives me of goodness, it also takes away the goodness that the giver receives from giving. This part of the program really helped to cement the new way of thinking into my life because out of habit, I still would say no thank you sometimes. When you're manifesting $10,000 for the first time, it can be harder to trust. Maybe you don't have a lot of friends who have manifested $10,000 who you can borrow that trust from. That is why it's built into the Manifest 10K course to practice allowing. It puts the focus on allowing and receiving instead of anxiously watching for your seeds to sprout. One way you can practice this is to visualize yourself as a football receiver. This might sound weird, weird, but bear with me. No football receiver intentionally deflects a pass from his quarterback. However, I often see manifestors deflect what the universe sends. So imagine yourself as the receiver and picture yourself catching a bunch of money that the universe is throwing at you. Coming at the receiving aspect in a bunch of fun ways makes it easier to open up and receive all that you are asking for. If you are not going to receive it, what is the point in asking for it? Allowing takes practice. One of the ways to practice is to keep your focus on your feelings. Another is to practice being who you will be when you have $10,000. For example, if you are then going to give some money away, do some of that now so you can be in touch with that feeling. Also, you can appreciate all the money you already have. After you have planted your seeds and you've done whatever you choose to practice allowing, make sure you refrain from pulling your seeds out to see if they have grown. In other words, don't sit around saying, I don't see any money manifesting. Instead, Be patient and allow money to start flowing in. The most important thing to remember is that allowing takes practice. If you aren't already a good receiver, you're going to have to practice until receiving becomes second nature. Nature. You can definitely do it, and it will greatly increase your success with manifesting. Number five, create your new money beliefs. 
Earlier in the book, I mentioned that many people are not successful at manifesting more money because they're focused on trying to fix limiting beliefs. The process goes something like this. Identify a limiting belief and try to replace it with the opposite belief. The problem with this method is that you're trying to override the old belief. With a lot of energy, effort, and diligence, that is totally possible. And yes, there are some great techniques for releasing and shifting limiting beliefs to make the process easier. However, the residue of the old beliefs will remain. I'm not sure what prompted our conversation, but when I was 15 years old and in the car with my dad, he told me that his salary amount was in the top 1% in the U.S. He went on to say how lucky he was and how lucky we were as a family. I remember listening and being freaked out. We didn't live in a bad neighborhood, but we definitely were not, in quotes, rich in the way I thought of rich people being. We didn't live in the best part of the city, and my dad had worked so hard to get to that place. When I was younger, he'd worked 80 hours a week. By the time I was 15, he probably worked 50 to 60 hours a week. On top of that, my dad told me he believed he'd gotten lucky seven times in his career, meaning he'd been in the right place at the right time seven times. The way my 15-year-old brain processed that was to think that I would never have enough money. I'm guessing he was making $100,000 a year at the time. I thought <clears throat> that if we were in the top 1%, the U.S. has a big spread in that, by the way, and, had, and he had to work so hard to get there, and he'd gotten lucky, there was no way I was ever going to be able to get to that level of income. Being in the right place at the right time is hardly planable, and I didn't want to work 60-plus hours a week. You can imagine the limiting beliefs that came out of that conversation. I have to work hard to make a lot of money. I have to get lucky to make a lot of money. There is no way for me to make a lot of money. I spent many years trying to fix those beliefs. I would energetically shift them and replace them with something new, yet that didn't seem to be working. That's because every time I thought it wasn't working, I would go back and try to fix some version of those beliefs and thus take on a new related belief. The problem was that every new belief that was created was an antidote to one of those limiting beliefs, and it still carried residue from the limiting belief that it was still limiting. Follow that one. I was trying to fix the current version of myself, a version that did not have the money I wanted, instead of stepping into the version of myself that did have the money I desired. Finally, I realized I had a choice about what I believed. I could choose my beliefs, and they did not have to be created as a way to fix any other beliefs. Once I just decided what I wanted my money beliefs to be and started focusing on those instead of trying to correct the old limiting beliefs, things started to shift very quickly. In part, that was because I had been creating fertile ground for new thoughts by focusing on money and the feelings I wanted to have. I also had clarity about what I wanted. I created my beliefs on a blank page instead of editing an old version of myself to try to make the story where I wanted it to go. I simply wrote down new beliefs as I wanted them to be and as I wanted myself to be without looking at what my beliefs currently were. When I created the beliefs from that place of choosing the beliefs I wanted, they were much better for me and much stronger and they naturally replaced the old limiting beliefs. Those old beliefs never came up again. Many of the new beliefs I created were the ones I had tried for years to get to take hold. They just hadn't been able to when they were the antidote. When I chose them from the blank space, they became the driving force behind manifesting money easily and quickly. 
That is why about one month into the Manifest 10K process, it's good to create the money beliefs you desire. By this time, you're choosing the beliefs you want to have about money because you have experienced success manifesting. You've seen others manifest money. You've read lots of stories about money manifesting in magical ways. You have kept your focus on money. You're clear about what you truly desire, and you're activating your abundance feelings on a regular basis. Talk about fertile ground. You're at the perfect place to choose your money beliefs and allow them to start guiding your money life. It is important to choose the money beliefs that you genuinely want to guide your journey. It's even more important to choose them at the right time so that they have the right energy and momentum behind them. I suggest doing this after you've spent about a month on the previous five phases. Once you've created momentum and a shift in your perspective, sit down and choose what you want to believe about money. You will be amazed at how the beliefs created in this manner will take hold and start guiding the manifestation of money quickly and easily. Step number six, create your money new money persona. When you have your new money beliefs locked in, take it even further and create a money persona. Many people talk about creating a new money story, and while I'm all about creating a new story, I believe that starts with a strong character, which is your money persona. This is the next phase of the Manifest 10K process. Your money persona is the characterization of who you desire to be in terms of your money. Your money persona encompasses your goals, thoughts, beliefs, intentions, and feelings. It is basically a representation of everything you think and feel about money, and that is in keeping with your goals and intentions. It's the complete person that you are stepping into. Why is it important to create a money persona? So that when you're interacting with the world, you can check in with your money persona to see what he or she would do. When you build a complete character file of who you desire to become regarding money, you have a reference point for how you think and feel about this issue and, most importantly, how you want to make decisions. When you have something to reference, you know the answer more quickly because you're not guessing, you're becoming. We talked earlier about how important beingness is to manifesting more money and how people who only do manifesting activities but don't step into the beingness are less successful at manifesting more money. Having a defined money persona allows you to more fully step into the beingness quickly and easily, which in turn makes manifesting money quick and easy. In order to create your money persona, think about creating a character for a TV show. Start with what your goals are. For this part, think about think beyond $10,000 and ask yourself, what are your long-term financial goals? What do you really want your life to look like? Then think about how that person, the version of you that lives that life, thinks about money, feels about money. And what do they do with their money? How do they behave when it comes to their money? Write all of this down so you can reference it anytime you need it. You could let the answers come right now, but I recommend not doing this exercise if you haven't done the steps that we previously talked about. Waiting to do this until after you built momentum by completing the other phases of the process first can bring you more success. I recently moved to the Enchanted Palace, which is what I call my home, my apartment in a high-rise high above the sky above Denver. When I'm up here and I'm looking down, I can see so many things that I'd had no idea existed. For example, I had no idea how many rooftop pools, patios, and gardens there are in the city. Up high, I'm looking down on them so that I can see them. If you create your money persona at the beginning of the manifesting process, that's like creating it while being on the ground floor. You have yet 
you have not yet come to know that so much more is possible for you. However, if you build momentum up first, before you create your money persona, that's like riding the elevator up to my floor. From here, you can look around and get a different perspective. You can see so much more and you can create a money persona that serves you better. The better your money persona is with money, the easier money will manifest when you begin stepping into that persona. Step seven, integrate your money persona into your life. After you have created your money persona, the next phase is to integrate your money persona's life into your life. Shifting your physical reality to reflect that of your money personas is a shortcut to becoming your money persona. When you start moving pieces of your physical life around to mirror the life that your money persona is living, things start to manifest faster. Money shows up even more easily and quickly. Once you've created your money persona, think about your money persona's home and how it looks, the car your money persona drives, the places your money persona goes. Most people at this point, especially if they start thinking about this before going through the rest of the phases, Start experiencing resistance and thinking they don't have the money to do these things. But experiencing your physical reality as your money persona would experience it doesn't have to take a lot of money. There are lots of ways to experience the life of your money persona now. For example, if they live in a different neighborhood, you can go have coffee in that neighborhood or park your car there and walk around as if you live there. You can buy one or two things at the food store you would be shopping at. If your money persona indulges in amazing dinners at fancy restaurants, go have a drink at the bar so you know what it feels like to be in the middle of that experience. You can research and start planning that trip your money persona would be booking tickets for. You will see so many possibilities when you create your money persona after you've gone through the other phases. Most people miss this step. You can definitely manifest simply by visualizing how things are going to go, but the process speeds up when your physical reality starts to match that of your money persona. When you know and feel the physical experience, it's easier to manifest. Also, like attracts like. The more money persona experiences you have now, the more will naturally be manifested into your life. When you look around your life, you need to see that your life is changing because that triggers your brain to start expecting different experiences. Because your brain creates your current reality based on your memories, making changes in your physical reality clues your brain in that you're creating a new reality. If nothing in your physical experience changes, your brain will try to recreate the same experience you've been having. It's the way your brain works. By changing your physical reality, you're able to interrupt your brain's process of recreating the same experiences over and over again. Step eight, step into the experience. The final semester of Manifest 10K course is all about experiencing fully the version of yourself who is not only has $10,000, but who has more than enough money. Throughout the previous seven phases, you built momentum and gained insight into what it feels like to have the money you desire, and you've experienced how it can come into your life. During this last phase, you step into the future and use all those experiences to help you tap into the feeling of having more than enough money on a daily basis. We do this by scripting. Scripting is a process of writing down an experience you want to have as if it is already happening. Scripting every day about an amazing experience you want to have with money as if it's already happened activates your beingness of having money on a consistent basis. Doing this after you've gone through all the other phases really allows you to open up and see the possibility of having more than enough money. 
Being open to that allows you to tap into the experience so you can script it in more detail and really feel like you are in the experience. Scripting involves writing down the experience you desire as if it has already happened. When you do that, you create pathways in your brain that support the experience. You also, as you write, literally experience what you want. So you're creating a memory of what that feels like, which makes the experience much more likely to repeat in reality. You're also solely focused on what you want, and that momentum carries you forward. Here's the breakdown of the phases. I consider each of the 30-day segments of the 90-day Manifest 10K process to be a trimester. Here's how the trimesters break down. Trimester 1, which is days 1 through 30, you do step 1, get clear about what you want. Step 2, identify your abundance feelings. Step 3, focus on what you want. And step 4, practice allowing money into your life. Trimester two, which is days 31 to 60, is where you create your new money beliefs. It's where you create your new money persona, and it's where you integrate your new money persona into your life. Trimester three, which is days 61 to 90, is stepping into the experience. That's the scripting. On all three semesters, you're going to amp up your belief in what is possible, and you're going to celebrate early and often. So amp up your belief in what is possible. Amping up your belief is included in every trimester. You'll do some of it throughout the 90-day process. In order to amp up your belief and open your possibility channels, read one story a day for the first 30 days about magical ways money has manifested into people's lives. Then for trimesters two and three, read at least one story a week. Remember that you can use the ones in this book to get you started. In an earlier chapter, I talked about the ways people think money manifests. The reason they think that's the way to do it is that their brains cannot come up with other ways because they don't know other ways. You have started the process of opening up those possibility channels by reading the stories in this book of people who have manifested money. I share those stories because opening those channels is a key part of the manifesting process. It's so important that I built it into the Manifest 10K program. I start every assignment by telling a possibility opening story. Most of them are my personal stories about shifting my focus toward abundance and how money started to show up in ways that were beyond my imagination. I share them because when you read them and you hear them, your thoughts about what's possible regarding how many ways money can manifest in your life are expanded. After you hear or read enough of those stories, you naturally start letting go of the need to know how. Letting go of the how is possibly the greatest barrier deliberate creators come up against. Your brain naturally thinks it has to figure out how the money manifestation is going to happen in order for it to happen. Because it doesn't know all the magical ways the universe can deliver, it starts to fixate on one of the ways it thinks it can happen. As we discussed, when you're trying to figure out the how, you're not actually leveraging the power of the law of attraction. However, when you flood your consciousness with amazing stories of money just showing up, Your brain naturally starts to let go of needing to know the how in advance. When you let go, you can truly allow in all the abundance you desire. You've started the process of opening up your possibility channels by reading the stories in this book. To keep that up, engage with more stories of of money showing up. You can reread the stories in your book, and the Good Vibe blog has tons of stories on it about money showing up. You can also do a search on this topic on the internet. However you find these stories, start your process with reading them because they are the key to opening up your possibility channels. They help you let go of the how, and they will lead to manifesting $10,000 quickly and easily. 
Celebrate early and often. Celebrating along the way is not only going to help you manifest quicker and easier, it's going to make the journey much more fun. This is part of how you train your brain to start seeing what you would like to see more of when it comes to money. Celebrate finding pennies on the ground. Yes, that might sound silly because it's just a penny. However, if you see money as money and you start celebrating every time more of it shows up in your life, it is going to show up more in your life. Remember, like attracts like, and you will always get more of what you focus on. I once read an article about a runner who found hundreds of dollars on the ground while he was running each year. His friend, who also ran, didn't find any money when he was running. What was the difference? One of them was looking and expecting to find money, and the other was not looking. The more you look for all the ways more money is showing up in your life and acknowledge it, the more money is going to show up in your life. Celebration turns your attention to what you want to experience more of. To make celebrating really powerful and supercharge your attraction, keep track of both how money is coming into your life and how evidence is showing up around you. For example, last year at the last minute, I was offered a free place to stay in Hawaii for two weeks. I posted that on Facebook, and my friend told me she counted as evidence for herself because she was wanting to manifest a free place to stay in Hawaii. The tendency can be to assume that when someone else gets what you want, that means you did something wrong. But what if it actually means that you, your desire is getting closer to you? If you celebrate that as evidence of what you want being on its way, then what you desire will show up much more quickly. Celebrating makes the journey more fun. And once you learn to enjoy the journey, everything else becomes easier. Do you remember Amanda from a previous chapter? Here's her advice to someone who's trying to manifest money. Truly enjoy the journey. That will be the most rewarding thing you'll ever do. Celebrating as often as possible makes it easy to enjoy the journey. The more you celebrate, the more you will find to celebrate. And that is it for Manifest $10,000 story time today. Um, In a future episode, I will finish the book and we'll read chapters six and seven and get you on your way to manifesting $10,000. For now, thank you so much for listening to the show. I'm your host, Cassie Parks, wishing you an amazing week. Thank you for joining us on The More Money Show. To learn how to identify your current money story, go to identifyyourmoneystory.com.